Look, we have a lot of fun here at Remember the Game Industries. You've all heard my obnoxious, high-pitched laugh on the show. I love it. Video games are fun. The Simpsons are funny. It's good times. You know what isn't fun? Shopping for razors. And I don't mean that to sound sarcastic. It genuinely sucks. That's why you shouldn't shop for razors. You should just get them delivered by Harry's. Pick up a $3 trial set at harrys.com RTG and see what I'm talking about. I'm not going to stop beating the Harry's drum because it's a drum worth beating. The best razors on the market at better prices than the crap at the store and they're delivered to you. It's like a shaving cheat code. You've heard me say it. I have been a Harry's customer since I was driving a forklift at a company I'm not allowed to name but you all know who it is and sure my beard gets some praise now but i was a stubble guy for a long time and i still use harry's blades to keep the edges of my beard crisp so it looks like i have a jawline and if you've ever tried to shave along the edges of a beard you know that you can go through blades fast because there's a lot of weeds to whack in there but harry's blades just keep coming back for more i'm not just saying it there's so much better than the junky stuff you get at the store that means a faster cleaner shaving and two you buy less blades because they last longer the best razors for less money brought right to your door i don't know how else to say this harry's is on top for a reason the best reviews in the business customizable delivery schedules so you get them when you need them i can't see a reason not to use Harry's. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game. It is my retro gaming podcast where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and we geek out about the games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you so much for listening to the show. This week it is episode 117, and we are talking Tecmo World Wrestling for the old school NES. And just quickly, if this sounds different or weird or better or worse, I'm not using my standard Shure 58 microphone that I've been using for the last 116 episodes. I'm using my Blue Yeti USB microphone that I usually use for streaming because I used it for Expansion Pass this week and no one said it sounded any worse than it normally does. And my God, this is so much more comfortable than leaning into my normal microphone. So anyway, quickly, if it sucks, if the sound isn't good, please let me know and I'll go back to the other microphone next week if it's no good. Uh, Also, if you're thinking, man, they sure have talked a lot of wrestling games on remember the game well that my friends is because wrestling is fucking awesome or at least it used to be awesome anyway uh and for my money this is the best wrestling game available on the nes it's a rose in a field of thorns if you will and my old buddy brad is my guest again this week and this is an episode that we've been talking about doing for a while so it was fucking time god damn it um also I know I've thrown in like three also's, but some of you have reached out about us covering other sports and how at 117 episodes, we've covered several wrestling games. We've covered some hockey games. Uh, that's my Canadian roots showing, but we really haven't covered, we haven't covered a baseball game, a basketball game, or a football game. And the reason for that is simply because I didn't really play them as a kid. I didn't get into other sports till I got to be 
a big boy and kind of grew up. So uh, I am slowly working on writing that wrong right now, though. I do have plans to cover some games like NBA Jam, Tech Mobile, that kind of stuff in the future, I promise. So if you're a sports fan and you don't like hockey or wrestling, I hear you. I'm trying to get out of my comfort zone and trying some different sports in the coming months, and we will get you some episodes about all those things, okay? And speaking of my comfort zone, I'm going to get into it right now because it is, in fact, time for our fabled Remember the Game intro. First and foremost, September has been another record-shattering month for downloads on the show. Like, we practically doubled our month. Like, here, okay, we practically doubled our monthly downloads from June 2020 to September 2020. So June, July, August, September. So in about 90 days, we doubled our downloads. So somehow, a bunch of you are finding this show for the first time, and you're hanging around, and you're downloading episodes. You're downloading a ton of the old episodes. I can see that. And that is fucking awesome. Thank you so, so, so much. Uh, our gaming news podcast, Game Patch, is entering week seven this week as well. And each week, its downloads are increasing too. So life is fucking aces right now as far as the podcast goes and if you like what I do you know what with the swearing and the incoherent rambling and all that garbage and you want to hear it mixed in with the biggest gaming news in the world you should really give Game Patch a shot it's our alternative to remember the game you can find it everywhere you get podcasts new episodes go live every single Monday or sign up for our Patreon and get it three days early you'll get it on Friday morning instead as opposed to waiting until Monday morning killer way to kick off your weekend over a hundred of 20 or over a hundred and twenty of you are supporting us over on Patreon right now just like our newest supporter Jer Bear thank you so much love that name fucking love that name it is only two bucks a month you guys and it gets you three day early access to Game Patch every Friday morning you get exclusive access to our weekly Patreon podcast expansion pass every Sunday including all old episodes down Downloaded right there onto your phone. You get the ability to submit comments and questions and stuff for all three of our podcasts. So much more. I refuse to put old episodes of the show behind a paywall, even though everyone has told me that I should. I want to make it as accessible as possible to everyone. Three weekly podcasts is a lot of work. So if you like what I do, please just consider giving me the change in your couch every month. All right, two bucks. Patreon.com slash remember the game. Last week's episode of Expansion Pass was a Q&A episode. Uh, and this Sunday is going to be all about Mario Kart. It's going to be all about the Mario Kart series. I'm going to rank the games. It's probably my second favorite franchise after the actual Mario games themselves. So I'm going to rank every Mario game. We'll get into the greatness of that series, the highs, the lows. I'll share your thoughts as well. It'll just be a giant Mario Kart circle jerk, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So please consider signing up. But if you are listening, if you're listening to this on September 30th, if you're listening to this the day this episode goes live, wait until October 1st before you sign up for Patreon, because otherwise you're going to get charged the day you sign up and you're going to get charged again on the first of the month. So, you, so you'll get charged twice in like 24 hours. And how many other podcasters are looking out for you like that? Most podcasters would be like, fuck yeah, sign up and then pay us twice in, 40, in 24 hours. That's not how Adam Blank rolls. All right. I don't want to take all your change. I only want some of your change. So wait for October 1st. Plus, our Patreon poll for October goes live on the 1st. Uh, if you don't know, every month we run a poll of games that you guys have asked for episodes about that I have never played, and the game that wins that poll gets its own episode of the show. That's where the GTA San Andreas episode came from, the Sonic Adventure episode that's upcoming won this month's Patreon poll, and for October we're going to do something a little different, and we're running a poll with six duds. Six horrible games that you guys wanted to hear me talk about here on the show, and I will dedicate an entire episode to yelling and swearing and probably getting angry at one of them. And your nominees for the poll that have been going live on October 1st are Lagoon 
on the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Hydelide, I think is how you say it. Hydelide for the NES. Alex Kidd for the Sega Genesis. South Park on the original PlayStation. Shaq Fu for the SNES. And Bubsy 3D for the PlayStation 1. So that poll is going to run from October 1st to October 1st. Or October 1st to October 5th. Sign up. You can vote. Patreon.com slash member the game. I'm also adding some new tiers in October as well. Some new Patreon tiers. They're all completely optional. Two bucks still gets you all the stuff it gets you right now. But check it out. See what we're all about. There'll be a little bit of incentives and a little bit of bonus stuff for anyone that wants to throw a couple more dollars of your change at me in the program. Also... Uh, several of you have asked if I have a PO box for the show. That's something that you guys have been asking for, for a couple of months. I finally listened. I went and set one up, uh, earlier today. Please, please don't send me giant gifts. Okay. Like I appreciate the concept, but you guys, like, I'm not going to say no to them. They're obviously appreciated, but that's not why I set this up. I was hesitant to set this up. I was nervous about setting up a Patreon because I didn't want to ask anyone for money. I was nervous about setting up a PO box because I didn't want to be like, hey, send me a PlayStation 5 or whatever. Like, that's that's not what I set it up for. Don't send me giant gifts. Please don't send me glitter bombs or any other types of bombs. I, I envision you, like, I would love to get some letters. Like, I would read, like, fuck letter time. I would read some fucking letters. That'd be awesome. And postcards. Postcards were my main thought because we have listeners all over the planet, literally, which like I, I say it all the time, you guys, but it is like so humbling to me that I have listeners that are literally listening to this thing on the other side of the globe. That is the coolest shit. And I would love to just get a collection together of postcards from people around the world that aren't North Edmonton that are listening to the podcast. No offense to North Edmonton. I love you guys. You're my people, literally. Um, but yeah, so that's what the P.O. Box is there for. Letters, postcards, things like that. Include your return address. Maybe I'll send something back to say hi. Um, the address is all over my social media. You can find it on the website as well. But it's Remember the Game, P.O. Box 69181, Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, T6V1G7. I don't expect you to remember that. You can find it everywhere. And finally, as well as I'm sitting here blowing myself and uh, pumping my own tires, I stream on Twitch on Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday nights from 8 to 11 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, comedy schedule permitting. Nothing's changing with the schedule this week. The schedule should go, or the stream should go ahead as normal. So you can find us on Twitch at Member the Game, not Remember member the game it's a lot of fun people come by and make fun of me and make fun of each other and we play video games and chat and it's good time so check it out that's enough blowing myself let's blow you guys let's uh let's let's that's no good uh let's blow in the cartridge you guys know our opening segment on the show here i read a few comments and questions from our patreons usually gaming related but not always and we call the segment blowing in the cartridge so let's blow. And the first one comes in from our newest Patreon supporter, Jer Bear. And Jer Bear says, Have you ever considered a gaming PC with Xbox Game Pass? The Xbox Series S is a great deal, but I'll upgrade my graphics card and use Xbox Game Pass for Xbox slash PC games, and then I have a PS5 pre-ordered. To me and a friend, we think this may be the best way to go about gaming this gen. What are your thoughts? Uh, thanks for writing in, Jer Bear. Uh, I have not really considered that, but listen, that's primarily because I am just completely and utterly computer illiterate. And anyone that's listened to the show for a while, you guys probably know that. I'm not that, like, the simple fact that I managed to get podcasts and Twitch streams onto the interweb is a miracle. And for those of you that were there in the early days of the Twitch stream, you know exactly what I'm fucking talking about. Those were a disaster, fuck. So, um, that said, I did buy a new gaming laptop a few months ago when I decided to try to get into Twitch streaming. I do have Game Pass on it. 
I just prefer to play on my TV. That's really what it comes down to. I just prefer to play on my Xbox on my TV. Uh, but I don't think what you and your buddy are doing or talking about doing is a terrible idea in the least. There's certainly a rock solid argument for building slash buying a gaming PC for Game Pass instead of shelling out for an Xbox. And I think Microsoft is totally cool with that too. I, I, as long as you're paying them a monthly subscription fee for Game Pass, I don't think they care where you're playing it. So, And for 10 bucks a month, for PC's Game Pass. The number of games you have access to is fucking ridiculous. So I I don't see any issue with that at all. One thing I would like to see that would probably get me playing on my PC and my laptop a little more would be cross-save in more games. Because like I'm playing Wasteland 3 on my Xbox One right now, and I have it downloaded. I can download it onto my laptop, but I can't transfer my save between my Xbox and my PC. So I, I that's something I would like to see become more of the norm. And, and I think it's going to. As they're interwining... Uh, Game Pass Ultimate to combine Xbox with PC gaming. If they gave me more cross save so that when I go on the road, instead of hauling my Xbox with me, I could just throw my laptop in my bag and continue my game that way, then I'd probably be more inclined to play on my PC. Um, but as of now, I'm just too intimidated by gaming PCs to look into one. I just don't understand it, but I have less than no problem with your strategy. Makes perfect sense to me if you have the tech know-how and the budget. No, fuck yeah. Makes complete sense. Thank you for writing in, Jer Bear. Thank you for supporting me on Patreon as well. Uh, Miklos Blackshaw, regular here on the show and another Patreon supporter wrote in and said, have you played Among Us yet? If so, what do you think? If not, why the fuck not, man? Seriously, great game. Graphics are cute. Customizable difficulty levels. Customizable characters between games. Hilarious chat. Rage quits. One guy at the earliest possible moment killed me, self-reported, gave himself up, got voted off, and then left the game. Also, my screen name is Epstein. Come have some fun. <laughs> fuck first first of all of course that's your fucking screen name i miklos is a comedian and a good buddy of mine he's a regular here on the show you guys have i'm sure you've listened to an episode or two with mick on the show here before um i haven't i haven't played it at every goddamn time i log into twitch someone brings among us up half the time on social media someone brings among us up i have no issues with this game it looks like a lot of fun i'll probably give it a try on mobile this week uh i wish it was on console i would just prefer to play it on like my ps4 or my switch you've got to imagine if it doesn't fizzle out and the momentum this game has continues it will show up on a console sooner than later you gotta think um it really does look fun uh, and, and also just like, I would like to say good on them, good on the people behind among us, because I like that games seem to, um, like for lack of a better term, become like the flavor of the month and blow up. Do you know what I mean? Like fall guys did it now among us is like the coolest kid in school this month. Uh, and apparently this game was around for a while, just treading water before it just suddenly exploded. It became big. So how can you not be happy for them? I think that's awesome. I hope they can cash in on the momentum and they can keep it big because fall guys was, is fun as hell but people just aren't talking about it as much as they were a month ago right and that's just society these days one day you're the biggest star of the world and the next day you're some schmo working in a box factory it's just the flavors of the month these, these days so i will try among us soon i promise i'll give it a shot i literally downloaded it on my phone as i was working on my notes this morning i even posted a picture of it on social media for proof but i still haven't actually played it yet so thanks mick thanks for writing in buddy and the support of course uh stupid monkey wrote into us on patreon uh and said uh what's your go-to curse for when you stub your toe uh it's probably cocksucker it's like i'm just like 
like I just lightly bumping my toe on the table. Yeah, my first thought would be like, ah, oh, cocksuck. Or fiddle dee dee because of The Simpsons. That's something I would drop as well. And then Stupid Monkey asks a serious question. Uh, on a more show-related note, how important are is adherence to history for a game featuring legacy characters? For example, if a Ninja Turtles game didn't have or mention Splitter in April, or if a Mario game used completely different controls, had him swinging a sword and you could barely jump or something like that, where you get a traditional story but things don't quite feel right. Um, you know what, stupid monkey, my first thought was to say, fuck this, like, just stay in your lane, all right, like, just, that's one of my issues with games like GTA, is I feel like they try to do too many things at once, and they don't really do any of them that well, but then, like, forget if you talk about all the Mario spinoffs, like the Mario parties, the Mario sports games, the Mario karts, blah, 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 Mario RPG, for example, was a huge shift in Mario, and I adore that game, so, Mario and Rabbids on the Switch, that's one of my favorite Switch games, period. And it's Mario and friends literally shooting laser guns and stuff. So, like, I guess I'd be lying if I said I hate it when franchises go off the board. Uh, but I will say that, like, if I see a franchise that I love trying something new, my first instinct isn't I gotta buy this right away. Like, any Mario platformer, I'm gonna buy day one. When Mario tries something different, like Mario Rabbids or whatever, it's a wait-and-see mentality for me, you know? Um, but I'm not really that close-minded with that stuff. I'm pretty open-minded. I don't mind that kind of thing. I consider video games art, and part of what makes art great is the freedom to get creative and try new things. So I would never shit on a company for that. And a Turtles game without April is just, that's crazy talk. Because if, if April not there who's gonna get kidnapped or do a tv news report to tell the turtles that shredder's doing something bad like you need like who irma like fuck irma it's got to be april so that's where i come from on that and then finally before we move on to uh the next segment of the show here andy baker wrote in with a question about esports and i've decided to give andy the prestigious letter time letter title for the week so with that said it's letter time it's letter time and andy baker writes in and says hey adam Hope you're doing well. I was wondering, what's your take on the Western franchise model in esports? I know you're a big traditional sports fan. Curious to know if you think the idea of rooting for your city's team translates into something like, say, Overwatch. We've seen it proven. We've seen proven success in Asia. Do you think it'll be the same in Canada or the United States? P.S. Game Patch kicks ass. Keep it up. Thanks, Andy. Uh, thank you for writing in, Andy, and thank you so much for the kind words for supporting Game Patch and obviously supporting me on Patreon. And thank you for being you. That's very nice. Uh, as far as esports go, um, I think there's potential there for sure. Like, admittedly, and listen, one of my disclaimers is I put whenever I talk about something I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, I do not know anything about esports. Okay, I'm very out of touch as far as esports go. So don't yell at me if I say something stupid. But you mentioned in your e- in your email that um we've seen proven success in asia and i was under the impression that that was the case all over right because i see the ads the tv commercials they show ads before movies and all that kind of stuff hyping up these these big esport championships and showing the nerds at their computers with fans filling out the arenas or the theaters around them going crazy and i i just assumed that was around the world maybe that's just in asia i honestly i don't know um but if you're so getting back to your question could i see cities here in north america embracing their esports team like they do their football team or their baseball team or whatever uh maybe i could my only question when it comes to that would be that like i have to assume most of the players that make these big esports teams are probably big personalities uh or at least they have big followings online like on twitch or whatever and so if you like a streamer and then that streamer joins a team are you going to cheer for your home city or are you going to cheer for the team that your favorite player joined no matter where they live do you know what i'm saying like i live in edmonton and i don't cheer for the oilers you know like it's so i like it's an ecosystem I don't know much about. It does intrigue me. Um, and then the other factor, at least for me, is the game. Like, I don't 
play Call of Duty. I I don't really care about Call of Duty at all, so I couldn't care less about watching that as an eSport. But I like Overwatch. I like Splatoon. I love Splatoon. I would watch that. So I guess it, I guess that's no different than like watching football but not caring about hockey. Maybe you'd watch Overwatch, but you wouldn't watch League of Legends, for example. So I think it could work if it's marketed right. It does appear to be growing. I'd like to see them take steps to welcome new viewers. That's one thing that like I've never watched it because it just... I'm like, it doesn't seem like, just explain it to me. Do you know what I mean? And getting into a new sport is hard too. Like when I first got into baseball, like really got into baseball 10 or 12 years ago with my girlfriend, cause she loves baseball. There's so many players to learn and rules and teams and who's good and who's bad. And so I would like to see them do that kind of stuff and like welcome new viewers, you know, do season previews where you break down the teams of players and stuff like that. Um, Esport, like esports as a whole, could be its own podcast. It's such a huge topic, but I guess my final thought is like I'm, I'm I hope that it does work out in North America and that it does continue to grow because I love gaming and that's good for gaming if we go mainstream like that. And if poker can be on ESPN, why can't video games? And listen, I watch a ton of poker. I love watching poker. But if that can be on a sports network or bowling can be on a sports network fucking video games can be on a sports network so uh thank you andy thank you for writing in thank you for the letter time letter thanks to everyone that wrote in that's enough blowing in the cartridge this week let's keep this thing moving and let's get into our new smash hit segment play one remake one erase one And a huge thank you to Classic Concentration from the original NES for unknowingly providing us with our theme music for the game. Uh, The rules of this game are simple. Each week, I give our listeners three retro video games. They can play one as it was released. They can remake one as a modern AAA current-gen game. And the third game is just a race from time forever. And this week, it is the Weird Mutant Animal Superhero Edition. We're talking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for the NES... Battletoads for the NES, and Star Fox for the Super Nintendo. And as always, there are no wrong answers, but there is a correct one. I will tell you what that is in a minute. And like we do every week, this was the segment that got the most feedback from our listeners. As always, I'm so glad you guys are embracing it. I just cannot read everyone's suggestions, so I apologize if I didn't get yours in here. I did read them all. I thank you all for weighing in. I also shortened a couple of them to try to fit more into the segment because a couple of them were pretty long. Uh, I see some new names this week as well, and that's rad. If you're on Patreon, speak up. Don't you? Do, I mean, you just hide in the shadows if you want, but if you want to get involved, speak up. I promise you will get on the show sooner than later. I try to rotate everyone in and out. So that said, let's see which one you guys would play a race and remake. And we're going to start with Ryan Yeager. And Ryan said, I'd erase Star Fox, mainly because the other two options should exist. Also, I hate flying games. I would play Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Good or bad, that game needed to exist in 1989. The animated series was popular and that game needed to be out there. And I would remake Battletoads because I like Battletoads and I think they were always one great game away from being a popular franchise and that first game just wasn't it. Uh, I, I gotta say, I don't have too many criticisms of this list, Ryan. If you hate flying games, erasing Star Fox is a layup. That's simple. Um... The Battletoads point is interesting, though, because they absolutely seem to be the wild card this week. Some people think they suck. Some people think they're awesome. Some people think they're overrated, underrated. Um, I don't consider the new Battletoads that just came out a remake. I just consider it another game in the series. And you're right. I agree with you, Ryan. If that first game had been better, who knows where Battletoads would be today? Because that first game is kind of a cult classic, but it's not really that good. So thanks for writing in, buddy. Uh, Luca wrote in and said... No need to remake Battletoads since it already has a remake. The original isn't that good, but oh well, just play it and suffer through it. 
Remake Star Fox, it was a glorified tech demo for the SNES. If it could be remade today without any limitations, it could be amazing. Wouldn't even need much of a story. It could be a modern take on Rogue Squadron or even a little more like the upcoming Star Wars Squadron game. And erase Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It should have never been made to begin with. Ninja Turtles 2 should have been the first Turtles game for the NES. Uh, Luca, that's... Hmm. Now listen, I have some mad love for the original Ninja Turtles. If you listen to the show regularly, you know I'm a Ninja Turtles super fan. But the concept of erasing it and making Ninja Turtles 2 the first Turtles game is fascinating. Because it's the better game in pretty well every light. I think most people would admit that. And if that had been the Turtles gaming debut, it would have been considered one of the best licensed IP games of all time. Like, I love the first Ninja Turtles, but I don't know how much we'd miss it if it was gone. So that's, that's a fascinating strategy, Luca. Yamcha wrote in, Yamcha said, this is a hard choice, but I would play Star Fox. I don't care how it looks or plays. It's just a great fun time wasting game for me. I'd remake Ninja Turtles because come on, that game deserves a better chance at life. And I've never played Battletoads of any kind to this day. So goodbye, Toads. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, (laughs) And there it is. Every week, there's at least one. I never played this game, so I don't care about it. Stone Cold Erasing. And I respect anyone that just calls their shot like that. So I have no problem with that, Yamcha. But you really should play the new one. It's really fun. If you've got a hold of an Xbox or Game Pass, play the new play the new Battletoads. Uh, but Sound Logic, no problem with that. Dave Thompson wrote in and said, Wow, Adam, oh, the hardest part of this week is which game to just play. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, Dave said, remake Ninja Turtles because those characters are the most deserving. How no one can make a good two to four player co-op Turtles game is beyond me. They deserve better and a triple A game in that franchise would be sweet. Play Star Fox if I have to. It doesn't need to be remade. Sequels and remakes in this franchise happen all the time and can't erase it and lose all my great memories of dogfighting with friends in Star Fox 64. So I guess I could stomach playing a bit of the crappy original to keep Star Fox 64 around and erase Battletoads. That game is funny in how hard it is, but it's been proven a remake won't help it. At least the Xbox remake doesn't look any good according to reviews I've seen. And the original just isn't good enough to play for longer than the bungee cord level. Goodbye, Zits, Pimple, and Rash. I'm glad I hardly knew thee. Um, thanks for writing in, Dave. I gotta say, man, the Battletoads. That's just, that is so... I did not expect it to be as polarizing in this week's game as it was. Like, some just... The love, the hate, the various places they fall on the spectrum, and your opinion on them completely changes the way you attack this week's play one, remake one, erase one. So I thought the remake, or not, I don't want to call it a remake. I thought the new one was pretty good, but either way. Uh, I'm also totally on board with the Ninja Turtles remake. They deserve so much better, goddammit. So I'm on board with you. Slick Rick wrote in and said, Play Echo the Dolphin, remake Mario's Missing, erase Virtual Bart. Oops, wrong episode. Uh, fuck, because I wouldn't read his fucking answers last week. Fucking Rick. Uh, but then he said, joking aside, play Battletoads. There are remakes of this already, and the original game was hard as fuck, but it still plays well and has great nostalgia. Erasing it could mean the remake never happens. He would remake Ninja Turtles. I love the Ninja Turtles as much as my firstborn. This game gets a bad rap, but it really wasn't that bad, and it's the most unique Turtles game ever made. The idea of it being remade with RPG elements, leveling up, each character having unique abilities is too good to pass on. Not only should it be done, but it's a crime that it hasn't been done. And then Rick would erase Star Fox. Sorry, Star Fox. Something had to go and you're the casualty. Now, here's the thing, Rick. Thank you for writing in. The other wild card in this edition of Play One, Remake One, Erase One is that Turtles game. Because most of us that played it can't bring ourselves to get rid of it. Most of us. But anyone that didn't play it probably looks at it as like, this game looks ridiculous. So there's... Ah, just... What do you think of Battletoads? Do you have an attachment to Turtles? This is a crapshoot of an episode, man. 
couple more, and then I'll give you the answer. Uh, Sharonic wrote in and said, play Battletoads. It's got remakes already, and even if you can't beat the speed bikes, the first two levels are fun. Remake Ninja Turtles. I have bad memories of it as a kid, but I gained some appreciation for it by watching speedrunners play through it. In Erase Star Fox, obviously the game is bad. I don't think I'd really miss it if the whole franchise disappeared. I think I'd miss the most is the do a barrel roll as a meme, which you should Google search for a laugh, by the way. So so that's what Sharonic wrote. And I did Google the barrel roll meme and Sharonic is right. I spent five minutes just looking at them. So if you're listening to this, Google the do a barrel roll memes. Fucking awesome. Losing those memes almost doesn't make it worth erasing Star Fox. And then finally, Wyman Brooks wrote in. This is the last one. And Wyman said, I would play Battletoads. This game looks awesome for an NES title. Rare is always so good at pushing the boundaries of the graphical abilities of Nintendo consoles. While it's unforgiving, the controls aren't broken. It's simply very challenging. Remake, or I might not call this a remake, but I would certainly remaster Ninja Turtles and keep the same 2D art style. Ninja Turtles is one of those games I adored as a kid, despite the fact that I could barely get through the second world. I've come to appreciate the game more as an adult because I was able to see playthroughs and how people get further into the game by farming scrolls, switching turtles, and other techniques. And then I would erase Star Fox while revolutionary at the time. This early 3D polygonal art style has aged poorly, and so many other games have done the 3D spaceship shooter better by now, so there's no reason to replay it or remake make it spot on wyman fucking spot on particularly how shitty star fox looks today um facts are facts you guys okay and i actually agree with all of you the right order this week is you play battletoads you remake ninja turtles and you erase star fox and i'll explain why okay you play battletoads because sure yeah maybe it is overrated and it's kind of dumb and it's not that good and it's impossible to beat but i fucking like it so that's why you play battletoads you remake ninja turtles because as i said way back on episode 18 of remember the game there's a great concept of a game in there there really is. I've wanted a good Turtles game for so fucking long. And I feel like that game could translate into a rad open world Turtles game that I've wanted to see forever. So remake that guy. Plus, goddamn, if I'm erasing a Ninja Turtles game. That's not happening. And then I'd erase Star Fox because, and please don't yell at me for this, I think that game is overrated as hell. Frankly, I think the series as a whole is overrated. And that's coming from a die-hard Nintendo fan. I just never cared about that series. Slippy is the worst frog in the history of the universe. Falco is the real star. Give Falco a game and then maybe I'm interested. And sometimes you guys write in and you say you'd erase a certain game simply because you wouldn't miss it or you didn't like it. And that's pretty rare where I stand with old Foxy McFox over there. So that's my answer. That's the right answer. Thanks to all of you that played. I'm sorry I couldn't read all of them. I really do stress out about not getting to everyone's comments. And most podcasts and stuff read like two comments out of thousands they receive. Our hit rate is way better than that. So if you want on the show, don't hesitate. Send in your thoughts. I will squeeze you in sooner than later. I promise. Uh, Usually I would talk retro gaming news here before I move on to what I've been playing. Uh, But nothing is catching my eye this week. It remains uncaught. So what have I been playing over the last few days? Then we're going to get into Techno World Wrestling. Uh, I've been playing Sonic Adventure. Because it won this month's Patreon poll. I'm finished it. Minus that stupid fucking fat purple fishing cats level. You'll be getting an episode about that soon. And I'll share my thoughts then. But expect Rage Adam to at least make an appearance in that episode. Uh, I did like it though. It was a good game. Uh, I'm playing Mario 64 on my Switch on the 3D All-Stars pack. It is what it is. It's semi-broken. The camera sucks. But I'm still really digging it because of the nostalgia. Uh, I got a free copy of Twin Breaker, which is a brick-breaking game that was produced by Colin Moriarty, formerly of Kind of Funny and IGN. I actually just finished it late last night, so I'm going to put a video review up of it in the next couple of days. Uh, please subscribe, youtube.com slash remember the game. We could really use the subs over there. I don't care if you ever watch my videos or not. And then finally, I'm finally getting my claws into Wasteland 3 on my Xbox. And I got to tell you, you guys, 
it is a dark horse for my game of the year. Like, it's probably not going to win that title unless the ending or something really rocks my socks, but I'm fucking loving it. It's a tactical RPG with a great post-apocalyptic story, lots of decisions you can make that change the way the story's going. The menus and the combat are kind of clunky, but I'm loving the fuck out of playing Wasteland 3. Um, and that's what I've been playing. That's what I've been playing. That's all the news. It's all the blah, 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 blah. Let's talk Tecmo World Wrestling. Before I cue up the music and get into the show, I'd like to give you nerds a chance to share your thoughts on the games we're covering before I indulge myself for a while. And a couple of you wrote in with your Tecmo World Wrestling thoughts. Ryan Yeager wrote in on Patreon and said, the cover of this game is Ricky Steamboat putting Road Warrior Animal in a headlock and no one will ever convince me otherwise. <laughs> um... We get into that a little in the episode, Ryan, but yeah, you're, like these are all so totally obviously big name wrestler knockoffs because they didn't have any licensing and I fucking love it. And I actually didn't play Steamboat until you said it, but spot on, fucking, ah, fucking spot on. And James Clark wrote in on Patreon and James said, uh, I remember going to a friend's house to play this game. Many fond memories. This was the worst one of the bunch, but it was the one we had unless we were able to rent something else. When we rented, we usually got WWF. We threw WCW in there occasionally. They were all fun for a couple of eight or nine year olds to play. I'll tell you what though, those names today would be considered so fucking racist. But I look back and smile. And he means the names in Tecmo World Wrestling. And uh, yeah, you're not wrong, Jay. There's a lot of shit about old games that wouldn't fly today. Uh, but that was just a different time, right? That's just part of, that's just how it was. I actually like this game way more than any other NES wrestling game. Like, Granted, the bar is really low, but I like this game a lot. And so does my pal Brad. He actually shares an incredibly heartbreaking yet hilarious story about growing up playing this game with his brother on the show this week. I'm going to let him tell it right now. I'm going to cue up some music. And we are going to talk Tecmo World Wrestling, which originally released on the good old NES back in April of 1990. Kick back, relax, wash your hands, lock in those wrist locks. Let's talk wrestling. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Podcasting is a weird job because I talk to you nerds all the time. Every day, I tell you all about my life, the good and the bad. The ugly... I kind of keep that offline. And it's not that I don't want to talk about it. I'd love to talk about it. I just need to pick and choose who I talk to. We all have stuff that just lives in our minds, rent-free, 24-7. Talking about them can really help because the longer you keep something bottled up, the more likely it is to blow. You've heard me say it before and you're going to keep hearing me say it. Therapy is the way. Therapists can be that ear to bend when you really need to get something off your chest and don't know who to talk to. And better help is a great way to go about it. I don't BS you guys. I don't say I've used something if I've never used it. I've personally talked to a BetterHelp therapist about the stuff going on in my personal life, and I genuinely found it helpful. To have someone to talk to that doesn't have any skin in the game, that can just listen and try to help me come up with a roadmap to get through the tough times... It's just invaluable. It has seriously really helped me. I've talked to my therapist through video and you can do it that way or you can do it over the phone or even just over chat and they give you as many schedule options as possible so you can work a session in around your life. It's licensed therapy as convenient as it gets. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash remember the game today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash remember the game. Hey geeks, before we talk headlocks and heartbreak with Tecmo World Wrestling, I'd like to send a sincere thank you to the Press Start to Join podcast for sponsoring our show again this week. 
I don't let just anyone advertise on here. You guys know that. If I plug your shit on the show, I'm buying what you're selling. And I seriously listen to the Press Start to Join podcast. I'm so excited they offered to sponsor the show and you really should give them a shot. I'm telling you. Press Start to Join is a gaming and technology podcast hosted by a couple of nerds just like the rest of us, Alan and Josh. Their latest episode is number 319, Shigeru Eats Crow. These guys break down the biggest news in the world of technology and gaming and they package it into a little simple to digest podcast for you. They cover everything. Alan tells you who's offering up free games every week and where you can get them, which I say every time I plug this podcast, that is worth the download all on its own. Free games. It's worth it just for that. Josh looks back at this week in gaming history, which is my favorite segment. Halo freaking three dropped 13 years ago. Love that game. And I only know that that happened because of press start to join. They won the Outstanding Technology Podcast Award at the 2020 Canadian Podcast Awards, which was one more fucking award than I've ever won, so that says it all. It's professional, it's informative, and I'm legitimately proud to have them sponsoring the show. New episodes drop every Friday. You can find them on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, or you can hit up ps2jshow.com, the number two, ps2jshow.com for more info, thorough show notes, and you can listen there as well. You can find all their info in the description of this episode. Follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ps2jshow. Tell them I sent you. It won't get you anything, but it would really make me happy. Press Start to Join podcast, seriously, has the Remember the Game Industry seal of approval that I don't give out very often. Check them out. Thank you very much for sponsoring us, you guys. Okay, joining me via the telephone device, and I, I gotta say, I gotta come up with a better name, like like the bat phone. I need a bat phone name for the phone here. But joining me via the the bat phone this week uh, is longtime guest of the show, longtime friend of mine, pro wrestling aficionado, my pal, Mister Bradley Warren. How's it going, buddy? Doing well, man. How are you? I'm okay. Uh, I'm good. Actually, no, I'm good. Just I shouldn't okay? say I'm okay. Just no, I, okay? I'm good. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I mean, you sure? The, well, we'll see. Because I, mean, I don't know when this will go live. Maybe by the time this goes live, I'll be better or worse. But as of today, I'm doing pretty good. Well, that's that's uh, good. That's that that's a positive. You know, I think during these times, we all have our moments and our days. You <laughs> accused me of being pissy the other day with you. And <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. Yeah, yeah, I did. yeah. You know, you know, it's one of those things uh, where you. You take shots at each other, and then you finally go. You you, you got a problem? Or well, that's what? well. That's all you can do because at this point, who knows if we'll ever actually see each other again? So I was like, exactly. I, I can say whatever the fuck I want because I don't know if I'll ever see you again. But here's the thing: is you still do that uh, when we're with each other, anyways. That's that's true. Just you. I'm just yeah. kind of a piece of shit. For all of you that are like, Adam's a good guy, and this is a good pocket. I'm actually a piece of shit. Yeah. Brad knows the dirt. If yeah, Brad, you, he, if, Brad, <laughs> if Brad ever writes a tell-all book about the the real story behind Remember the Game, my career is finished. Sure. There's done. yeah, there's a couple of past career moves that could easily have gotten you fired. With some <laughs> of the words. But we're not here to talk about that. That's a that's a no, story for another not. day. We're here to talk Tecmo World Wrestling. And listen, just quickly, I know that uh, I don't know what episode this is going to be when it actually goes live. It'll probably be give or take around episode 120. I know that we've talked a lot of pro wrestling on this show, but you guys, if you listen to the show with any regularity, you know that I'm a massive pro wrestling fan, as is my buddy Brad, and we're both also old, so we've had a lot of time <laughs> to play a lot of pro wrestling games. And yes. uh, I feel like we've covered mo- like we've covered SmackDown, we've covered No Mercy, WCW and WWE Revenge, we did WWF Attitude, we've done Here Comes the Pain, like we've hit most of the heavy hitters when it comes to pro wrestling. We've managed to avoid most of the shitty games, and uh, this might be the 
the best pro wrestling game that we haven't talked about on the show yet. Uh, I, uh, I totally agree with you in the sense that this, when you asked me, I, I own this game and I, it just brought back a flood of memories that we'll get into, but I agree with you. It, there, there is a game here. It, it's up there actually with the NES version of pro wrestling, which we, I don't think you've done a review on that one. I did. No, that's the I black, like, that's the original, like black box pro wrestling one with like the blue ring. Is that what you're thinking of? And the kind of, yes. Yeah. And yeah. You know yeah. what? Like that's a, that's a solid game. I'm not going to lie. I played on my switch. It is a solid but, game. This is a better game, but that is yes, a solid this game. Is, this, yeah. This, this game's on steroids. Is that <laughs> game on steroids to be pretty much. Uh, I gotta, yeah, man. I gotta say like, I mean, cause I played WWF Royal Rumble and WWF raw on my super Nintendo and eventually yeah. we'll do an episode because those I actually quite enjoy those games for what they are. But I like I gotta say like I literally was playing this forty eight hours ago, Tecmo World Wrestling, getting ready for this podcast, and I was like, it took me about two matches to get the basic feel of the controls and stuff down again, and I was like legitimately like borderline captivated by how good of game like this. I was like, dude, this is this might be the best pro wrestling video game prior to the nintendo 64 heavy hitters like the wow. season stuff like wow. this is a really I, good video game see here like i i totally like looking back on it i agree with you one thing i think you should do what i would like you to do is um go online and look up the instructions for this game i did because oh did you yeah because i i forgot about how like there's a lot of moves in this game yeah like, there's a lot of moves and I don't remember going, being that good at it. Again, I have a story that will bring up this family, but that's a different thing. Um, it just was very, very intricate in using the controls that you had. I get, like dude. you, it, it's it, it was a it's a strong game. This is one of the strongest games that you could say, especially comparing to what Acclaim released oh, on the me. nintendo which i'm sure one day you will <laughs> we will cover some to, of those old yes. like wrestlemanias and stuff someday uh dude this game like i i i, I don't want to bring it to into modern games i want to stick to when this game came out but like with with the fucking disaster that took like the wwe 2k games have become and just oh, some God. of the bad games that have been coming out like and then like yeah. obviously you look back at stuff like like I mean, I mean, like you obviously mentioned WrestleMania, but fucking like backstage assault. And so there's been a lot of bad pro wrestling video games over the years, and I'm like, yes. dude, I really wish that some of the developers today would just like just sit down and just play this and just be like, yo, when people played this game, they had two buttons. They had A and B. They didn't have any shoulder buttons. They didn't have any analog sticks. They had A, B, and four arrows. And you were able to make a, not only just a passable wrestling game, but like a fun, comprehensive wrestling game with wrestlers that each have like awesome moves and real moves that look real and look like that. Like the, the controls are one thing, the mechanics are another thing. And then you look at this game, and you got to remember this game ran on the NES. This wasn't even the Super Nintendo. This game ran on the NES, and I'm like, this looks really good. Like when these yeah. guys are doing moves, I can tell what moves they're doing. Right, right. And here and this kind of goes into you you really hammered something home here where you kind of want game developers to sit in a room and have like a switch or whatever set up Nintendo mini and play this game. Turn on the lights and go, "Okay, do we have fun?" Yeah. 
how the fuck are you releasing shit on new systems that can't be fun? Yeah. Because yeah. these new games are not fun. They're no. not. No, that's like pro wrestling is a different beast for anyone. I can't like, I guess I was going to say, if you're listening to this, you're probably a pro wrestling fan, but I know there's just a lot of game fans that listen to this. That might not be a pro wrestling fan. Like, I mean, the cats out of the, we all know pro wrestling's fake. We all know that pro wrestling is fake, but like then yeah. stop trying to, to some. yeah, to some, it's still real to me. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah, you're um, goddamn right. <laughs> stop trying to make pro wrestling into a simulation game. Like that works. Like MLB 100%. the show, MLB the show is is straight up simulation baseball, but it's fucking awesome. And Madden, I know Madden's kind of lost its way, but simulation football is simulation football, and FIFA right. and NHL and all these different well, sports. Like, pro wrestling and, and shouldn't thing, be that. And here, here's the thing too: is like when you look at um, we're talking about Tecmo, and when it comes to games, they made Tecmo Bowl. They made Ninja Gaiden. They made Rygar, Solomon Keys. These games are all classic games that had, like, a, like they put a stamp on it that Tecmo was a business and it was a company that gave a shit and yeah. knew what they were doing. And from the, and by the way, just so I don't know if anybody wants to or should look it up, the cover of this game, you and I have discussed this, like, um, video game covers. I'm old, I don't care. They're not what they used to be. This game covers amazing. Yeah, I'm looking this at is, it right now. It's fucking it's rad. awesome. It, you, we didn't get game reviews. We would walk into a store. I see that. I want that. Me too. I want that game. Yeah. I want it. Yeah. I want to buy it because and, it just it just encompasses wrestling. It, it just it's a guy in a headlock and the guy's got makeup and they're struggling. And this game, it it just by watching the videos, I would love to one of these days when COVID hopefully ends. I'd love to come over and play it with you and just and just do the two player mode and it doesn't it's still bare bones but it had something to it. Yeah. It it just had like you said you hadn't played it in years but you were like this is fun. It is. It's just fun like the care like and another thing that I love about Tecmo World Wrestling is uh like I've I've discovered the Fire Pro series over the last year or so and I'm yes, yes, like yeah. I'm a full blown like I'm a I'm a card you carrying send me member. Shots for God's sake. Yeah, I me, love them. Look what I my love Federation's it. doing. I love Fire Pro Wrestling. But like I love the fact that like you can like Tecmo World Wrestling has no real wrestlers in it. And it's still fucking awesome. Cause like, I know that like, I'm one of those types of people that like one of my draws to the WWE games and some of those types of things is that like, I'm a big pro wrestling fan and I want to be able to yeah. play as my favorite wrestlers. You know what I mean? And stuff like that. This is of just course. 10 very loosely based on pro wrestling, like a real wrestlers, wrestlers. They're yeah, not signed to anyone. Wink. You get the wink and the nudge. Yeah. I think I know who that is. Yeah. There's it, a few it is of what them. it is, but it's I, a different time, but I love it. It's like, dude, just give me, this is like, <laughs> like because this game came out in 1990 and these like these made up wrestlers they just scream classic pro wrestler like they're all giant yeah. they're all clearly just steroided up with the makeup yes. on and stuff like that yes. and it's so much fun like this and like people talk about how one of their favorite things about this podcast is just the passion I bring to some of the video games I've got that like it's, I'm smiling right now as I talk because this game is just fun and there's so many shitty wrestling games on the nes and they're licensed just yeah just like, wrestle wrestlemania has one of the great oh. like again we know i know your feelings on on terry balea mr hulk hogan piece of that shit. wrestlemania that that acclaim wrestlemania cover is fantastic it's another game that if you saw it in the stores you're like that's hulk hogan yeah i need that game i need that game 
Go look at a screenshot of that game. It is hands down one of the shittiest fucking games I've ever seen it's in my so life. It's so bad. And played. It's the so kicking, bad. Like, and that's the thing is the graphics in this game, like Fire Pro Wrestling graphics on the new system, they're they're not they're not using the capabilities of the system. They're not no. they're not overblowing the 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 facials and everything like that. But it's comparable to this Tecmo game, and that's a positive. Oh yeah, because the graphics in this game, when you throw a kick in this game, you feel the kick. You see the kick actually land. Like it, it's just a quality small game but it just had that feeling of like okay this is professional wrestling this is a wrestling yeah. game like the, the moves play, all seem legitimate play wrestle, yeah you play wrestlemania Ugh. this is two fat blobs running around with like shitty sprites and no crowd and the best part of that game and again we haven't even covered it is the graphics in the corner look like the wrestlers but they don't look like the guys in the ring yeah it's yeah. just so bad <laughs> but when you look at tecmo you see the po- photo of uh, one of the wrestlers. They look like the guy in the ring. The crowd is going nuts. There's flash bulbs. Yeah. There's commentary. Dude, Not, yes. You can't hear the commentary. Yeah. Which this is one of the key things that I totally forgot about in I, this game. Okay, so that's something that I wanted to touch on. Yeah, because like when you play this game, when you guys look at this. So just, yeah, like we'll get into some of the other shitty NES wrestling games down the road. But yeah, like WrestleMania sucks. Pro wrestling is okay. I liked muscle. But that game was pretty bad. Like in hindsight, when I play it now, I'm like, it sucks, but I liked it back then. This is the best one. This game looks almost like a Super Nintendo game running on the NES. Like it looks really yes, good. That's and a great way to sum it up. The top like three fifths of like 60, 65% of the screen is the wrestling. And it's just like the hard camera. You can't even see the bottom rope. You can't whip guys off the top and bottom rope. And I'm fine with that because that's the, the limitations of the system at the time. But then the bottom like third of the screen has your the two power bars and momentum bars or whatever you want to call it for the two yeah, wrestlers. Yeah. The clock in the middle. And then I think his name was like Tom Talker or something. And his, he okay. was the, I'm going to look it up because that's going to bother me. But he, there's, yeah, Tom Talker. And he was the, the play-by-play guy at the bottom. And the only issue is that you can't actually hear what he says because obviously he's the NES. you got to read them. But the commentary is accurate. And listen, any of, any of you that play pro wrestling games, you know exactly what I'm about to say. By about the fourth <laughs> no. match, and not just pro wrestling, but sports games, you fucking hate the commentary anyways. Yeah, it's off. It's turned you off. Hate I'm listening it. to music. Yeah, because you've I'm heard it all. I'm listening to my own music. I'm listening to music, and I'm playing wrestling games because uh you could say jr to whoever michael cole is saying the same fucking line every match exactly and so and maybe tom talker is as well i can't read it because when i'm playing i'm so focused on the the match that i'm not going to look down and see what old tommy talker has to say but he's but but he's accurate dude it's so like there's not i don't correct me if i'm wrong anyone listening to this but i don't believe there's a single super nintendo game that has a commentator in the bottom quarter of the screen like this like yes yeah it's a very good point it's so good and it's just like dude that just that's one of those little things and like tecmo deserves a lot of credit because tecmo bowl tecmo super bowl tecmo world wrestling like tecmo made a lot of great like sports games and this is just one of those little things where like they didn't have to do this that bottom third of the screen could have just been the two power bars with the clock and it would have been just fine you could have just put the two headshots of the wrestlers and said you know l l t gray or whatever the fuck his name is versus rex beat and that's it but instead they put this commentator in there so now if somebody else is watching you play or someone's waiting their turn or you're sitting there with your friends and you're passing control around or fucking whatever there's additional things to watch instead of just the match and that's just 
I I can't harp this home enough, and I harp it home on this show so often. To game developers, those little things, those little bits of polish that you put in the game that you may not even think matters, matters so much, and it makes such quality. a difference. It's quality. It it's is just quality. quality. You're buying something, and you you get the there's passion in the game. Like I watched a video of a guy playing it, and I don't know if you how far you got, Adam. Like. Uh, I got about four wrestlers in the other day and then I lost. Okay. Like I, I want you to get to the point where obviously the last guy is blue King. Yeah. He the, is the it, boss. Yeah. Yeah. So this game was made. It's a Japanese game pretty much. You can tell because at one point um, when you do win the belt, you get a trophy instead. And if anybody knows Japanese wrestling, especially in the eighties into the nineties, they gave away trophies a lot for the death matches and different things. Yeah. So when you get to, I think it's the ninth guy, or it's either the ninth or tenth guy, and you win, the lights go out. The screen changes, and it shows you the ring, and the crowd's all there, and the flashbulbs are going, and it's like a far distance shot. And then it goes, the it just says, lights go, like it just shows the lights go out. And it goes, ha, 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 ha. Blue King shows up on the screen and cuts a promo. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I, you got to look it up because I guarantee when you look it up, you will you will plug this game in and you're going to get to that point because you're going to want to see it and you're going to want to do it. He goes, ha, ha, ha. You've beaten everyone, but you can't beat me with my speed and my strength. And it says one more match. And it's got the dialogue of the announcer. I guarantee because the way the dialogue works, it goes, why are the lights out? What What's happening? And then the laughter kicks in. Again, you're not hearing anything, but you're reading it. And it's still, it's bright. This guy looks like an alien. He's gray. He's creepy. But it looks like a shitty, like, it just looks like a heel wrestler that's saying, no, you're not done. You have to beat me. It's perfect. That's so awesome. And then you have one more match. Ah. Uh. Like, I mean, you could criticize, I guess, if you wanted to, you could criticize this game because it's really got no, like, there's no tag matches. It's always one-on-one. No, -on -one. There's no modes. Yeah. Um, no. But, I mean, like, at the same time, when you play just about any NES game, they're like, you play ice hockey and it's four-on-four four and that's There's it. no Blades fucking modes. Steals five there's on just five. no modes. Yeah, there's yeah. The, there's the, it, the, these are bare-bone games. But, again, the key word is quality. The polish. The, what you put in is what you get out of it. And when you compare it to the other wrestling games on this system, we won't, we don't need to go through it again. They're crap. And this had a feel to it Ugh. where right now I, I can say it right now. Can you imagine a sequel on the super NES? Yeah, I would, can love you it. Imagine I would have if, loved it. Can you imagine if Tecmo had the wrestling, like the WWE license yeah. or WCW, these games would have been quality. Like it. Yeah. It I wonder I wonder how well this sold. Like maybe that's because like I'm surprised we never got like a Tecmo Super Wrestling or something. Like we got Tecmo right. Super no, Bowl and stuff. So I wonder if maybe it didn't sell. And I bet you part of the reason if it did, and I have no idea. I've even looked. I don't know. I don't see the sales numbers for this game anywhere. But like I have to wonder if like because WrestleMania had come out and pro yes, wrestling it, and muscle. It, it's the cover, man. It's the cover. It, it's Hogan. It's Hogan's heyday. It's right. 1989. And they sucked. It, and I wonder if, oh, because they sucked, I wonder if people like wrote Hogan. this off because they were like, well, I'm done wrestling and the system sucks. And maybe that's why we never got a sequel because maybe this didn't sell that well. Dude, this game is really good and it still holds up today. It's still fun. The controls are very basic. You like, you can punch and kick like Brad said, you can run. But then when you lock up with each other, I, I don't even understand to this moment how it works. If it has anything to do with first person to type the buttons, 
or if it's got something to do with your momentum at the bottom of the screen. Because there are certain times where like you lock up and it feels like no matter how quick I hit the button, they do something to me. But then there's other right. times you lock up and then both guys are, you know when like two wrestlers are going to suplex each other and they both have one arm over the other one's head yeah, and they're yeah, both... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it seems like they both kind of struggle with each other and then finally one of you lands the suplex. And the craziest thing about all that to me is this is an NES game on that 8-bit Nintendo cartridge thingy and I can tell exactly what's happening. When someone puts the figure four leg lock on somebody, you can tell like that's the figure four. I don't even need Tommy Talker to tell me. I know goddamn well. Or the Scorpion <laughs> Deathlock. Or the... Do the pile driver. I yes. love... So the pile... If you don't know, if you're not a pro wrestling fan, the pile driver is a move where you put someone's head between your legs and then you lift them straight up in the air so their feet are up near your face and their head it is looks, between your legs and then you sit down in this game yeah it holds up the, the game holds up it really looks great it is not a bad game no no and you can throw guys out of the ring and i love the way oh, you throw guys out of the ring the in this game because it's not a matter of grabbing them by the back of the head and throwing them over the top rope. You can either like body slam them out of the ring or when you whip them off the ropes and they come back, you do the big back body drop where you bend over and like throw them yeah. over your shoulders. And yeah. when you do the back body drop in this game, the wrestlers probably go 20 feet up in the air. It's and amazing. It's incredible. And so it's so easy to back drop someone over the top rope. So then they go, they land on the outside of the ring and that's the only other camera shot you get. It's either that locked side of the ring or it goes to the outside then you can roll out to the outside and slam guys' heads into the ring posts and stuff like that. And, and like you sprites, said, but the sprites and the graphics of the fans, like the fans are not great, obviously, but you could see the turn when it goes outside. Like it, it, it feels like, okay, like this is getting really good. Like mm. you get into it. And the crowd looks like they're like, like you said, I know they're all just like still pixel graphic, yeah. but like, and re and like, listen, I would never, I'm never going to, I know some people have shit on like current games because they're like the crowd. So I really don't care what the crowd looks like. I want to play the game. I don't really, I don't particularly care, but the crowd 100%. fits this game so perfectly. It yeah, is so it, it just awesome. Flows. It's got a flow to it. And everybody, every part of the game, when you look at it graphically, it just, it fits so well. It's like a glove. It's like, you're just, you, you're going to the game and you get what you want. Yeah. You look at the cover of the game says Tecmo and it's got everything written on it and you play it and it's like wow this you got what you paid for yeah you, you got something that had that that drive like you could tell that this company and these guys they understood what what they were trying to get across yeah yeah plus dude it, i love that it does the like and then they throw in like little extra things. It's not just because like the wrestling mode is pretty basic. Like we say, it's one-on-one. -on -one, you wrestle through the whole chain of wrestlers. Then you fight the boss and then you're the champion. That's it. Yeah. But like there's little things like the, I love, like I'm a Mike Tyson's Punch-Out fan. I know you are. Everyone, yeah. everyone should be a Mike Tyson's Punch-Out fan. Yeah, if you're and, not, you're crazy. Yeah. And between matches, they do the training vignettes where he's like running yeah. behind the bike, but nothing comes yeah. of it. Like there's nothing. You just run behind the bike. In this one, you can train between matches and then you fill up little spheres based on how hard you can tap A while you're training and the more spheres you fill up the stronger your wrestler is and you just do little things like you squat weights or you do sit-ups or you do like push-ups i you think do when you push do push-ups with a sumo wrestler with a sumo wrestler you. sitting on your back but it's just like a little thing that just gets you a little bit more invested in this wrestler and something i noticed that i forgot all about until i was playing it the other day every time you win a match like while you're playing you see your win and loss record no way yeah for your wrestler but like being an NES game without a battery in it, like every time you turn it off, it resets everything. Well, of um, course, but, but and, again, and, it's still and I, a small thing. Yeah, and I love that they <laughs> they make the win and loss record three digits. 
And it's like, who the fuck, who the fuck is playing a hundred matches without turning this thing off? That's, that's a lot of matches. Yeah. But I just love that they put that in there. Cause I'm a stickler for stats and stuff like that. And I love yeah, that they would, you, I love that they would put that kind of thing it. in there. Yeah. Uh. If you don't have, especially like, especially in these games, like just, uh, we always looked for these small things in the systems. We take we look back on it and we go, wow, that was in there. And we, we, we respect it so much more because you look at some of these games that got released and they're just horrible. Yeah. But th- when you, when you found a good one, man, these like, you could just, there was just a lot of respectability and like quality that was put in by Tecmo. They, yeah. they, they, it's like, they just got wrestling and they said, Oh, we can do this. Yeah. Somebody, like they someone that worked on this game was a pro wrestling fan. Like somebody oh, that was 100%. involved in this new pro wrestling. Yeah. You can't, you can't release a game like this on a shitty NES system. I'm not saying it's shitty, but you know what I mean? Like they pushed the boundaries with this game. Like they really did. Like yeah. it, it just had like, I, I just can't wait for you to see the promo. You'll die. man. The guy cuts a promo and I'm like, Holy shit! Now I want to get this game. Like I told you, if this comes out on the Switch, I'll be one hundred percent so elated. Oh, and I like I don't see why I couldn't. Like there's other Tecmo games out. There's no yeah Tecmo there's no, on this. There's no wrestlers in this game that are like owned by anybody. So I don't see why. I could. If you're hearing this, you're probably a gamer. And for our kind, nothing is as precious and valuable as our save files. Have you ever experienced the loss of a save file? It's soul crushing. Dozens, maybe hundreds of hours of work gone like that. But at the end of the day, it's a video game. It matters, but kinda, you know? That exact scenario, but with a work project, an essay for school, data for your business, that's no joke. That can be really serious. You need a safety net. And I got you, fam, with my partners over at CrashPlan. Visit CrashPlan.com RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. CrashPlan has been protecting people's data since 2001. And a couple years ago, they set out on their own with one mission, to provide the best best damn cloud backup solution on the market crash plan runs quietly in the background of your computer or mac and every 15 minutes on the clock they create a new backup of every file that's changed in that time so if something goes wrong god forbid you don't lose hours lose days lose weeks of work just log into your account and you can download your most recent backup from the secure cloud servers and there's not just one backup there's a laundry list of them you can pick and choose which one you want it's like the ultimate undo button if you work on a computer in any capacity, CrashPlan is a must-have. And if you're thinking, ah, that's for big businesses, I'm just Joe Schmo. CrashPlan protects Joe Schmo. They offer a ton of plans and tiers. So there's a crash plan for everyone from small one-person businesses like me to you fancy businesses in offices with staff and free donuts and all that stuff. Time is money. Why wouldn't you protect your work? Spreadsheets, diagrams, videos, art, podcasts. CrashPlan has you covered. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. And I will say one thing I would suggest to everybody, and I had to do this the other day when I fired it up. If you're going to play this game, be it... I'm not going to tell you to go download ROMs or anything, but however it is you decide to play Tecmo World Wrestling. Uh, and Brad mentioned this, but like I'm telling you, Google the instruction manual. You don't even need it yeah. so much because the moves are all simple. Like I'm looking at it right now and like just to give you an idea, once you've clinched, so once two wrestlers have locked up, up and A is a knee lift. Up and holding A is a brain buster. 
you know, like up and B is a headlock. They're, they're really simple moves, but you're going to want to be able to see what they can do. Cause each wrestler having, yeah, can yeah. do different having it versions on paper or looking at it is going to help you for the first bit. Yeah. It's, it's just going to, it's, and when you learn these things, it just made it's it's like any game. It just makes it so much better. Yeah. And dude, another thing this game does that is fucking phenomenal is each wrestler doesn't have like their own specific finisher, but what they do okay. have is a couple of finishing moves and they call them their best techniques in air quotes. Nice. And all it is is nice. the moves that they do best. And they all share them like uh, like I'm just looking like there's a couple different guys that have the power slam, a couple different guys that have the backdrop, what have you. But they have a couple finishers and they're all basic moves that you can do at any time. But when you land them, it's one thing. But when you land them on your opponent and your opponent's momentum bar is empty or very close, I don't know if you remember this. It goes to that like cut scene and like the zoomed in version of you doing right. the finisher. Yeah, that's another thing. Perfect to bring up. Oh, Perfect. It makes it feel so because like that's one of the biggest things in pro wrestling is hitting your big finishing move and letting the place go crazy. And when then in this game, like say your finishing move, like the guy that I was playing as the other day was Rex Beat, and one of his finishing <laughs> moves is the power bomb. And so if I do the power bomb at a regular time, then I just power bomb him and then that's it. But if the guy's out of energy and I do the power bomb, then it does this big like anime kind of style cutscene where it's like, huh, huh, and then you slam him down and then it goes back to just a regular screen. And and during that cutscene, the, it's the two wrestlers you're playing as. It's not two generic yes, wrestlers. Yes. Yeah. 100%. And again, polish. Yeah. Quality. And because they could have made those cutscenes and just had two basic bullshit guys and you'd have been like all right yeah it's but it, the nes i'll give them that but no they're saying we're releasing this game we're doing it right yeah and so it's like you're in this big match where it's really intense and then you land your big power bomb finisher and it goes to that cutscene. and i vividly and so the best finisher in the game bar none is the giant swing do you remember okay. that like the cesaro Dude, yeah you uh, I, I, yeah okay uh and there's yeah, a couple of guys that have segue, it and you you know this story and i'm gonna tell it now yeah, give her. This game was a like I have an older brother. This is this is one of the games that we played a lot. And you brought up the Cesaro swing. It's a fantastic move in the game. I am the younger brother. You have a brother. Yeah, I have a little brother, you, yeah. You have a little brother. So you are going to be on my brother's side. I know this. But we played this game one night and I vividly and I can I can picture the room. I can I I am right there and I'm sitting beside him. He hit the Cesaro swing on me over and over again. <laughs> Just quickly, sorry. If you don't know what the Cesaro swing is, if you don't watch pro wrestling, it's basically like your opponent's laid out on his back and you go to his feet, you hook your his two feet kind of under your arms and then you just spin around in circles. We've all done it to somebody. And then whoever you're wrestling is just spinning around in the air with their back about a foot off the ground, just looking up and you're just spinning around in circles, twirling them. That's that's what Brad's talking about right now. And you can, and you chuck them, you throw them across. And the then rest. eventually you and let them go and they go flying. Yeah. Yeah. So he did this over and over again. He, I couldn't get up. Okay. Now, as the little brother, and Adam, you will agree, and anybody out there who's got a little brother, who's the older brother, it doesn't matter. If you are the little brother, I feel for you. I respect you. I had such a rage in me. My brother and I are very close. We're a tight family. We we rarely fought, maybe a handful of times. I think two or three punches were thrown in the history of knowing each other. I had such a rage this night. It was... I I cried, okay, but it wasn't 
it wasn't. You see, I hate you because no, yeah, no, I get it. I it get it. It was that angry. I like it was the frustration cry. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like I hurt myself cry. It was grabbing that little Nintendo remote, wanting to crush it in my hands. This is 1989, so I was eight. Ah, eight or fuck. yeah, yeah. So, and I'm holding this thing. This is the only time I yelled for my father. And my father came in and I said, he won't let me play. And my father, the one time goes, Bernie, let him play. And he looked at me and he looked at my dad. He goes, I am. And he, I picked up the remote and he did it again. <laughs> he, kept, he wouldn't stop. He and every, let me get up. And every but time like, he spins you. Play. And every time he spins him. you, you get that cut scene where he zooms in and yes, he spins yes. you. And he, and he chucked me across the ring. And my guy was so beat up that he knew this. He wouldn't pin me. He could have won the match any, at any point. He grabbed me by the legs and he chucked me across the ring. And he'd do it again over and over. And I would keep saying, let me play. Yeah. And he goes, I am. Oh, that's phenomenal. Because again, in his defense... He's not doing anything wrong. No, he's not. He's not. Play- he's not telling me I can't play the game. I am playing the game. Oh, he's just fuck. looking at me, going, "Get up, my guy can't get up." And I would <laughs> do that thing with the remote in my hand, where I like pull on the controller and the cord would whip. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, out of frustration, the old Nintendo, you'd be like, "You piece of shit," and I'd whip that controller. And to this day, it's one of those stories that's ingrained in my mind. <laughs> and I and I and I told him I was doing this podcast and I said to him the other day and I'm like, yeah, I remember when you did that. And I just kept saying to you, let me play. And he looked at me and just straight faced. And he goes, but I did. But he did. And I just yeah. and, and I looked at him and I'm like, you fucking asshole. Your brother's no, a heel. You Your brother's a oh, heel. But he just, but he, he played it. He goes, but I was letting you play. I'm like, no, you weren't. Oh, fuck me. But again, he could have pinned me anytime. Great story. And again, it's just a memory. That, yeah, in the time, like, I wanted to kill him. Right. But it's one of those great memories of a time when we played these games. And it, 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 it it's just one of those good feelings, you know. Yeah. And it, it was a quality game. And it is a quality game. And it's it's one of those games that I, I wish I still had my old Nintendo. We were talking about it. We To this day, all our old toys and Nintendo stuff, we don't know what happened to it. We, th- I, we think our parents either just gave it to people or just threw it out. Yeah. And yeah. it's one of those things where I'd love to have that right now. Oh, it's, but it, amazing. It's just, it, it's a game that it, it's, it's so well done. It's yeah. just so well done. Like, listen guys, like I, I'm not going to sit here and, and like, I mean, it's not available anywhere. I don't believe, but let's just say for argument's sake, they Tecmo fucking re-released it tomorrow on the switch for like 20 bucks. I'm just saying, I'm just pulling a number out of my ass. Let's say it was 20 bucks. I would be like, do not spend $20 to play this game no, because there's literally, no. there, it's, it's, there's literally, two three hours of fun in this and then you're gonna be like all right well that was cool i've got my fill now but uh i part of the reason i launched this show is for stories <laughs> stories like birdie spinning you around by your feet but then part yeah. of the reason i launched this podcast is just because there are some great games from back in the day and i know that no one from tecmo and no one that worked on this video game is ever going to hear this podcast and they're never going to know that we're giving it the props that it deserves. But like game to like, it's the Shigeru Miyamoto quote. And I've said it so many times on the show where a, a, a delayed game can eventually be good. A bad game is bad forever. It's all about just, you never know when someone's going to play your game. You get one shot at getting this right. Don't fuck it up. And Tecmo clearly went above and beyond with this game. There is literally 
I mean, I would love to see stuff like tag team matches and maybe a better career mode and stuff like that, which just wasn't oh, an yeah. option, right? But that just wasn't going to happen on the NES, like with this game. No, there's Superness, a Genesis, sure. like a, a sequel to this would have been great. But I'm telling you guys, I literally was playing this game, like I said, a couple of days ago. There's not one thing about this game that I would I would change for the era and for what this game is. I'm like, this game is literally everything I could have asked for out of this game back in the day. Everything yeah, I could no, have asked for. It's 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 just yeah you 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 nailed it again and and you look at Tecmo I don't know what happened it's one of those things where I would love to hear the story of what happened to these guys because they went on to still make like Tecmo came out for the super like Tecmo Bowl came out for the Super NES and stuff I think it just lost its way who knows uh, it's one of those stories that I'd love to know about it's but the quality that they put out on the Genesis like I said Tecmo Bowl Rygar Ninja Gaiden yeah on the NES like. Yeah. These games were, these games are so well known, and it's like Ninja Gaiden's huge. Tecmo Bowl. If you're a Madden fan, and you grew up playing Madden, you probably played Tecmo Bowl. If you didn't, I feel bad for you. It's one of those. It's one of those games that, it, it it's awesome. And if like if this wrestling game comes out on the Switch as part of the uh, the online thing, where they where they update like NES games and Super NES games. Oh man. I, I, if you can, if they add this game to that list of games they have from the NES, I Man. beg every single one of your listeners, plug that game into your, into your switch. And I promise you, you will have laughs. Oh man. Enjoy it. Being able to play and, this game online against your friends would be fucking yes. phenomenal. Like I could do that for hours and it would never, uh, it's so, it's just, it's just, it's, it's, it's and just And you didn't even fun. play it with it. You didn't even play it with a friend when you just recently played it. You no. just played it against the computer. And I was having and a great time. Yeah, I was like, dude, this is fucking rad. It's just so it's I don't even want to say it's stupid. It legitimately is quality. I was like, it's just it looks good, it plays good. I love the characters. I love that commentating guy. The only thing that I might have added to it realistically, because I don't think adding stuff like tag team matches and a bigger career and stuff was realistic. The only realistic thing I might have added to this game would have been a, a chair. Like a way to hit someone with a chair on the outside. Maybe, yes, maybe. Yeah. But even that, like, I don't care. I'm not missing that. Fuck, I had so much fun. Like, I, uh, I'm so glad that Tecmo World Wrestling is getting an episode of this show because I'm like, I know we do a lot of bad games too and we shit on games that <laughs> yeah. suck and stuff like that. You guys like it when I get angry and I yell about how bad games are. I literally do not have a bad word to say about this game. Not one bad word to say about it. I, well, and I, th- I and, love and, this hey, video man. game. To, to be quite honest, I think uh, your your fan base that's growing of your show, they love both sides. They love the ranting, and they love the passion that you show for the games that are good. I've seen the guys on Twitter that follow you. I see the people that are reacting to what you're doing in that sense because you're just honest and truthful. Like game, some games are really bad, and you let them know. But when you when you talk about an era of a system that clearly had a lot of faults and that's not Nintendo's fault. Game developers are game developers. If they're allowed to make a game for it, that's on them if it's good or bad. So those games got released too, but these good ones that were out there really just, you know, they, they hit home runs and tech Tecmo is a company that just, they did it and they, they did it well. And it's one of those games that was just, 
really holds up and it's fun. Yeah. At a time when like there were games that you would like, you know, we've all talked about it, right? The NES era where you would get one or two games a year and then that was the game you had to play. And it would really suck. Like I can't, I can't even imagine how many kids bought like WrestleMania. Cause they were like, I love pro oh, wrestling. God. And then they got it. Cause Hogan's on the cover and oh, like, yeah. God. And they were like, this sucks. I remember playing it at my friend's house and be like, this sucks. Whereas it's if you got so Tecmo big. world wrestling, sure. You didn't get Hulk Hogan in them, but that's the other thing too. I forgot to mention this. You could name your wrestler. Once you picked your wrestler, you were allowed to name them whatever you wanted. And so, yeah. So if you wanted to, you could have picked somebody and then just named him Hogan or named him warrior or fucking whatever. What did you name him? What did you name him? I I left it at Rex beat, but normally, normally it would have been Hoju. Like that's what I always named my character. I I knew it was going to be a good old classic Hoju. Yeah. It would have been Hoju. There's nothing wrong. Hey, there's nothing wrong with Hoju. No, Hoju from parts unknown, but like you could do that kind of stuff. So like that was a great workaround for them. Uh, But again, there it is. Like that's something we didn't even just they did that on the NES. Yeah, you could put your name in. Yeah, and name your character, and then keep your records. Is honestly because I didn't own this game as a kid. We rented this game a lot. I remember, I vividly remember renting this game and getting like that the the clear uh, square, that cloudy gray Nintendo yeah. case. Yes, and then yes. it had like the instructions sticker like printed to the inside. And that had the okay. moves on it. And we would play it all the time when I was kids. Like if I had owned mm. this game as a kid, I would have run like my own league and been writing down records for every wrestler and standings and stuff because, like and that. And you know what you could have done is you could have, yeah, you had your own league because you could have just changed the same wrestler's name seven times. Yeah. And then you made it into seven or eight like different he, guys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's a different character. He's a different name. So it, it oh man, when you just said the clear case, oh, I love that stuff. Just yeah. Remembers a, a 24 hour video that you see yeah. by my house and you the game would be behind it that see that's the thing is kids don't get man you go to the you go to the video store and you'd see the game but you were scared because you're like please be behind it because yeah. that case wasn't behind it yeah you're that, fucked the worst feeling in the world when you saw a car dude i remember trying to rent mario 3 all the time when i was a kid and every time we'd go there they'd have like a, the video store near my house would have like an entire wall of Mario yeah. three, that yellow box. Yeah. And you'd just be Whoa. like desperately scrolling through that shelf being like, let one of these have a fucking case behind it. Please, 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 please. God, we, I loved this fucking, this game. And you know that there was so many pieces of shit kids that would take other shit games and put it behind and you get to the counter and they're like, here's, uh, I can't even think of a game. WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. Here's WrestleMania. I didn't want that. Yeah. I wanted Mario. Well, 3. That's the game you brought up and you're oh. just sitting there going, well, there's probably some kid walking home just laughing sad trombone fuck me just but the kid walking home that put that case behind there knowing that somebody's gonna get excited i can't believe it's friday at 5 30 i got the game i wanted yeah, no, yeah. You didn't. no you didn't no you didn't that's um, something you would do to me that's, that's, <laughs> that's an inside story to the book i could write that's a move you would pull just some of the shit i did to you fuck good times um you know what? I I'm not gonna lie to you. Like we've gone on for 40 minutes, and when Brad and I sat down to do this podcast, I was like, "This is probably only gonna be like a 20 minute episode." Because what do you really say about this fucking game? Um, before we score this thing and wrap it up, Brad, have you got? I, like I'm. I think we've literally talked about everything. Have you got anything else to say about this thing? Uh, no, I think we covered everything. Like you just said, uh, it, it it's a solid game. The training, like you you made the perfect comment about the punch out. punch out if they would have made that when he's on the bike and you're running behind him they would have made that a mode that would have put punch out was already over the mood good yeah but you add that into that game it it it, 
it takes it to again another level because like you said and i'm about quality and what you put in is what you get out of it and this game from the cover on it, it covered a lot of bases it's pretty bare bones when it comes to modes but you still get gameplay out of it and it's a fun game yeah it's, it is. it's quality it's it's just a solid it's a solid nes game and there's more times that you would say this isn't good compared to this is a really good game. Yeah. That's just facts. Oh, it, yeah. Two, it is two out is. of three NES games were garbage. Two out 100%. of three were garbage. Yeah. Um, which makes the good ones that much better. Okay. What do so, you give? What do you give it? What do well, you give it? You go first. I'm trying to find a scale. So it says on the cover, <laughs> I can't tell if it's 35 or 36. I can't zoom the picture in and keep it focused. But it says choose from 10 world class wrestlers, pin your opponent using 35 wrestling moves. So we're going to say out of 35, what do we score to say? And so honestly, out of 35, and like, this is zero hyperbole. This is zero exaggeration. I give Tecmo World Wrestling for, I mean, if you were going to play it now, it'd probably be like a 20 out of 35. But based on what right. it was, I give it a 33 out of 35. Wow. Like this is, this I've is a, a very know, good okay. video game. I am a little bit of a veteran of this show. I am lucky enough to be one of these people that you allow to come speak on this. This might be the highest score I've ever seen you give. Yeah, I usually done some solid games. Yeah, I'm. You know what? This like between my love of pro wrestling, my love of the NES, the memories I have from playing this game, and the quality of this game, it scratches every itch I have. This game, I'm just going to use one word, really shocked you, didn't it? It yeah. shocked you how good it is. I, I, and I love it. I love uh, it. I, it I to love me, it. I, I was going to say, it, <laughs> with your weird-ass 35, I was going to give it at least a 30 for sure. Mm-hmm. I thought you would have been in the late uh, 20s, but I'm going to give it a 30 for sure. I haven't played it since the, the cry fest with my brother. <laughs> um, but uh, no, it's... I, I'm proud to give it a 30. I, I think I to when you asked me to do this game and I saw that cover again, I want to I want to figure out a way to get that cover and like I love old video game covers and it just it, it it's a timepiece, it's a time period for that cover for me. It just brings back a lot and it's a quality game and like I wow 33. That's yeah. that's when that's I started great. when I started playing it the other day like. Oh, dude, within like 30 seconds, like the music just overwhelmed, like That's the nostalgia thing of it. Really touch on. It had music. It just, it, it, it just had everything. Yeah. It's a, it's a good, it's just a good video game. I love everything about this game. I love everything about Tecmo World Wrestling. I love it. The only thing is, is it, it's just bare bones and modes. Yeah. Which is fine. If, if you had a tag tournament in this or like a King of the Ring style, I guess that's kind of what you're doing anyways. But like the bare bone modes, like listen, a lot gonna... of us like like here's here's the thing though, a lot of people put WCW NWO Revenge right near the very top of pro wrestling in all time video games, which deservedly yeah. so, great game. Yeah. But that yeah. game, you guys, if you haven't played pro, if you haven't played Revenge in a long time, you remember what the career mode is in that game? You pick a title and then you just fight eight or nine wrestlers and then you fight the champion. That literally is what you did in this game ten years prior. Like on the NES, it's all it is. Other than picking a title, you just fight a bunch of wrestlers, then you fight the champion. This so game, this game does not get enough love to the lead up to those games. It does not get enough love, and I, I, I have to believe somebody out there that developed those great games at THQ 
played this game. Oh, yeah. There's no, no doubt in yeah. my mind. Yeah, no question. Because, like, I mean, again, like, I know I said that this might be the best wrestling game prior to the N64 ones. And, like, I love WWF Raw and Royal Rumble on the on the Super Nintendo and the Genesis. But if you guys remember those games, when you would lock up with each other, they had that little momentum bar at the top, and yeah, you just shit, mashed you buttons, shit, and you had to shit. fill it up. This one is better than that, because this one has actual momentum, and you put in, like, different moves. It's just and, a really and- good game. And to me, I like the graphics in this compared to those games because those games, they they uh, they filmed like we've seen we've all seen the footage of Bret Hart filming punching, and stuff like that. It just felt like it was like videos. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not I'm not making perfect sense on that. It just doesn't it doesn't flow right in those games. Those guys were in that ring; they were superimposed into that ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This Tecmo, yeah, you're in the arena. The Tecmo, I believe it's called the Tecmo Arena too. Is it's the Tecmo Auditorium or Arena? It like the announcer gives it a name. Like it's just, I don't know. Yeah, I, I love the review. I, I think it's a fantastic game. I'm glad to be involved in this one because I cried. <laughs> yeah i appreciate you coming on and i definitely appreciate i do the next time i see your brother i'm gonna fucking talk to him about that story i'm glad he's you told that story to out you. here that he, story's he's phenomenal guys gonna, he's gonna say it to you he's like i did let him play though yeah that's but all he he's did. gonna say but he that, did it's that, not his fault you suck he did let you play yeah that's true so that's true but <laughs> let me play that's not what i meant it's like you're doing the same move you don't let your opponent off the mat man once he's down you step nah, on the throat yeah, come see, on it's like it's like i was working with you yeah I love you it. had a great line where i said i wanted to punch in you said yeah well you can't yeah well you can't um, it, 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 one of the greatest moments in the history <laughs> buddy thanks for coming on the show and uh and talking so techmo world wrestling with me it's a fucking great game thank you all right And that's going to do it for this week's episode. Brad, thank you so much for giving me a call and talking a little Tecmo World Wrestling with me. And to every single one of you pencil neck geeks listening to my voice right now, that's a wrestling reference, please don't get mad. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you enjoy what I do, if you enjoy the three podcasts I put out every week, please consider supporting me on Patreon. It's only $2. It's the change in your couch. It helps me so much more than you guys know. This has become basically a full-time job for me at this point. And in exchange for your two bucks, you're going to get extra podcasts, early access to podcasts. You get a shout out on the show, a ton of other stuff. Just make sure you wait until October 1st so you don't get hit twice. See, I'm not a crook. I'm trying to be honest with you guys. I don't want you to get ripped off. Wait till October 1st. Patreon polls running from October 1st to the 5th so you can get in on that. There's some new Patreon tiers over there you can check out. And please check me out on Twitch. I stream Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday nights from 8 to 11 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find me, member the game at twitch.tv. Not remember, member the game. And if you just hit me with a follow, it's completely free. Then you'll know whenever I'm online. I love chatting with everyone when they come by to watch. It's always a great time. It's lots of fun. That's enough for this week. You guys have listened to my rambling for far too long already. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back on Friday with early access to Game Patch, Sunday with Expansion Pass, where we're going to be ranking all the Mario Kart games and talking Mario Kart, and Monday with the free feed episode of Game Patch, and then next Wednesday with Remember the Game number 118, Eat, Sleep, Podcast, Repeat. Thanks for listening, guys. I'll talk to you again soon. Cheers. 
Remember the Game is brought to you by our Patreons. I simply could not produce the amount of content that I am without your support, and I would like to take a quick moment to thank every person that supported us over at patreon.com slash rememberthegame. So a humongous thank you to Aaron Cuphall, Aaron Lawson, Adam Anderson, Adam O'Shirello, Alan C., Alex, Alex Martinez, Andre, Andrew Halepchuk, Andrew Wright, Andy Baker, Another Stupid Monkey, April Zane, Ashley Cronenbitter, Batter Barhumi, Bearded XP, Ben Bulia, Ben Busha, Ben Drinkin, Bradley McHugh, Brandon O'Brien, Brian McKay, Brian Medeiros, Brian Ransom, Bullfrog, Charlie M, Chris Campbell, Chris Fleury, Chris Wilson, Chuck Schlarp, Corey, Craig Kilcup, Craig Rutt, Crash Bandiquit, Chris Knife 007, Curtis White, Dan T, Danny Vega, Dario Omen, Dave L, Dave McGee, Dave Thompson, David Ray, Desert Tortoise, Duhow, Doug Dorn, Doxer, Dustin L, Dylan, Eric Canard, Evan Refuse, Fraser Burns, Gary C, Geek Life Radio, Jin and Chris, Andre SJA Flash, James Clark, Jason Adams, Jason Cortez, Jeff John. Johnson from Game on GNT, Jeffrey Mathis, Joe Buck, Joe Gillespie, Joe Mack, John Doskis, John Quack, Jordan, Josh Morgan, Josh from the Press Start to Join podcast, Kate Roberts, Casey Rarick, Keegan Wilson, Kevin Chincholo, Kevin Donlin, Kevin Hufford, Cryptovox, Kyle Paul, Lane Orr, Leon Napscog, Les Winan, Luca, Mackenzie Wheeler, Mark Jones, Mark McHugh, Mark 209, Matt Brown, Matt McLean, Matthew Davis, Michael Mathis, Mikhail Haig, Mike Brady, Miklos Backshaw, Miklos Blackshaw, Miles from BringBackRetro.com, Morgan, Mr. Impressive, Mr. Nick, Nathan Trombley, Nathan W, Nick Sills, No One Cares, OG Big Titus, Rex, Robert Fuchsia, Robert L, Rome 21, Ryan White, Ryan Yeager, Scott Brooks, Scott V, Sean Razine, Sharonic, Slick Rick, Stupid Monkey, The Bevins Girls, The T Word, Todd, Tom, Tony, Travis, Tyler, Vladstein, White Burrow, Wyman Brooks, Yamcha, Zane Donovan, and Jer Bear. Thank you all so much for supporting the show. You guys are the fucking best. And I'll talk to you again on Friday. Cheers.